Joining us on the line is a person who needs no introduction. That, of course, is Candace Owens, but I'll give her an introduction anyway. She's a New York Times bestselling author, the founder of Blexit, and the host of Candace Owens over on Daily Wire Plus. And now she has a fascinating new docu-series that is out. It is called Convicting a Murderer, and it takes on the nonsense that was presented by Netflix's Making a Murderer, which was basically a suggestion that a person convicted of murder originally didn't commit the murder. Actually, he was innocent. Now they left out a lot of evidence, and Candace uncovers all of it. Candace, thanks for joining the show. Congratulations on the series. Thank you. It's going to be, I think, our first docu-series at The Daily Wire, which is pretty exciting, right? Ten episodes. I think it's the first time we've done that. That's right. And it looks fantastic. So why don't you talk about, first of all, what led you to want to hone in on this story? You get a lot of stories that come across your desk, but this is the one that really drove you enough to want to make a full-on docu-series about it. Yeah, you know, I think I've, I've demonstrated just a general interest in media perception, and I think it's fascinating. It's a study in human psychology, and we can all pretend we're above it, but we've all been subjected to brainwash in the future. We're all going to, you know, to possibly become victimized by media propaganda and brainwash in the future. None of us, again, are above it. And um, so you go from greatest lie ever sold, focusing on the George Floyd story, which really was a psychological phenomenon. Everyone genuinely believed this man was innocent. It was killed to the hands of police. And it's it's really in that exact same vein, except with George Floyd, you had Black Lives Matter. With Stephen Avery, you sort of have White Lives Matter, where there was just really this anti-police sentiment, which I think the media was seizing upon. And Netflix, just right place, right time, recognized a story that was, in fact, interesting. You had a man, Stephen Avery, who was put in prison, wrongfully convicted the first time, put into prison for 18 years for a crime he did not commit, uh, which was uh, the rape and attempted murder of another woman who wrongly pointed him out in a lineup. And so I think people wanted to believe that, well, maybe the, the justice system got it wrong twice. And then when he was walking free and got con, you know, got accused of another murder, they needed to believe that this is just completely wrong and this man is innocent, even in the face of overwhelming evidence. And then you had two documentary makers, two you know, liberal women, lesbians from New York who went down there and decided, this is it. We're going to bring this to Netflix. It's a super interesting story. And what we're going to do is omit details, very necessary details, like, hmm, similar to George Floyd had three times level of fentanyl in a system that could have possibly killed a horse. Maybe relevant, but let's not talk about that because we're insisting on a different narrative. Very similar aspects, and that's definitely what drew me to this particular story. So a ton of people watched Making a Murder. It was kind of a phenomenon when it first came out. But for those who, who didn't watch it, can you give a sort of bare bones outline of what exactly happened that led to the the original conviction of Stephen Avery, you mentioned he had one case and then he was released after that case. And then what actually happened in the Teresa Hallback murder? It instantly became a cult, uh, making a murderer. The, the first episode kind of opens up and you see this guy and he seems loving. He seems family oriented. He's being released from prison. I mean, all of us are drawn to a story of a wrongful conviction. The concept of being put away in prison for something that you didn't do. It's you know, you're instantly going, oh, my gosh, this is fascinating. And then at the end of the episode, after they make you think this is this loving family man, and he's also incredibly forgiving, he's like, you know, wrong place, wrong time. The reason why he got wrongfully convicted was because the woman genuinely, and she was totally beat up about it, genuinely thought that she recognized this person that had raped her and left her for dead. And this was before we had DNA evidence, right? And so they, they set this up perfectly. And then at the end, they drop a bomb on you of the first episode. And they let you know, uh, actually, he's been arrested again and he's being accused of another murderer. Dun, dun, dun. And so this is kind of what drew everybody in. That's the initial Stephen Avery story. And then they went through and unpacked and very heavily suggested, in my opinion, uh, that Stephen Avery was innocent. And then, of course, you had 
than the chorus of celebrities. For whatever reason, Alec Baldwin is always right in the thick of it. <laughs> this is an injustice. This is completely wrong. This man just cannot stay out of it. You had celebrities that were tweeting about this series. It went absolutely viral. And again, it was just sort of this cultural moment where people were developing this anti-police sentiment. So in your series, Convicting a Murderer, which, again, is fascinating. I'm not going to ask you to give away all the details because there there's a lot in there that, that people just don't know that was directly overlooked or, or actually doctored by the original Making a Murderer documentarians. Can you give us just a taste of sort of the, the stuff that either wasn't presented to the public in Making a Murderer or was actively changed? I mean, you, you make some accusations in Convicting a Murderer that, that are, are not accusations. I mean, they're just realities that, that, for example, key facts were deliberately omitted, cut around, that sort of thing. So I think one of the things that they were really brilliant at, these two documentary makers, was deceptive editing, I think would be the right term, which is to say that even if they're showing you parts of the court testimony, you're thinking that you're watching a person respond. Like there's a moment where they're, they're, they're sitting in the courtroom and the police officer gets asked a question and they show you that he gets sort of tight and it, it looks like he's lying, right? So you have all these commentators like, well, you, you see his reaction, he was asked that question. Well, in reality, that wasn't even that, his response to that particular question. They just used him sitting up at a different moment and put it next to a question that he was asked at a different time. So it was sort of these deceptive editing tricks to heavily suggest that people were either innocent or people were guilty. And um, I think probably what people are most interested in back at home and still to this day is people who say, "Mm, I do think Stephen Avery was guilty, but I believe that his nephew was somewhat manipulated. I think that will probably be the most fascinating element for people that are willing to have the humility to explore how perhaps they were duped. Like I said, we, we've all been there before. I, if you found me 10 years ago, I was a left-leaning <laughs> uh, young woman who thought that abortion was a right. You know, we, we change, you know, and if you're willing to go through that, you will learn that even with Brendan Dassey, people were led to believe that he was innocent, he led to believe that he was stupid, led to believe that he was manipulated. And I believe that he was manipulated, but it wasn't from the people that are heavily suggested by making a murderer. He wasn't manipulated um, by anybody, from, in my opinion, other than the documentary makers and his own uncle. So, Candace, what do you foresee as the reaction to your new series? Do you, do you think that you're going to get any response from the Avery family, from the original documentarians? What do you foresee here? Well, we have Avery's family in the documentary, so that's really incredible to actually hear from his brother, to be able to ask them those pointed questions. Do you actually think he was guilty? Which is interesting, you know, because the public perception is that the the entire Avery clan is behind him. The entire Avery clan loves him. And I think that we will expose those elements as being false. But I can tell you what the early reception has been. People just knowing that we're doing this and seeing the trailer. I've had so many fans that are angry uh, say, Candace, just stay out of this one. I love you so much but you don't know all the facts. We've been researching for years. We're on Reddit threads. And I love that. I love the opportunity to change people's minds. And I think that afterwards, again, if you are a person that is willing to exercise that humility, you're just going to go, wow, it's incredible. And you will probably not doubt yourself, but you'll, you'll grow from the experience. None of us always get it right. Certainly not me. Well, that's Candace Owens. Go check out her brand new docu-series, Convicting a Murderer, available only at Daily Wire Plus. Go check it out right now. It is really a fantastic piece for Candace. Congratulations again. Great to see you. Thank you so much, Ben. We'll see you here tomorrow. I'm Ben Shapiro. This is The Ben Shapiro Show. We'll get to more on this in just one second. First, 
Pure Talk believes in American values, and that free should mean, you know, like free. So when you switch to Pure Talk today, you'll get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fee, just a free Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and top-tier data security. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk gives you phenomenal coverage on America's most dependable 5G network. It's the same coverage you know and love, but for half the price of the other guys. The average family saves almost $1,000 a year. So I challenge you to choose a company that actually doesn't hate your guts and shares your values. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro to claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com Shapiro to switch to my cell phone company. I've been using them for years. They're fantastic. You'll love them as well. Go to puretalk.com Shapiro and claim your eligibility on that free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Start saving. 